Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Leonard Fournette was the number 11 running back in non-PPR, but number six in full PPR last year. A very pleasant surprise. Let's talk about Fournette in 2022. I'm Adam Azer. I'm joined by Jacob Gibbs here on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Jacob is an advanced stats machine for Sportsline. Comes on our podcast all the time. And make sure you go to Sportsline, by the way. Great product there. And follow Jacob at Gibbs underscore 23. All right, let's talk about Leonard Fournette and the role he's going to have in this offense. Do you see anyone challenging his red zone role? No, it seems like the red zone role and the early down touches are pretty much locked in. Um, and that was really um, a fruitful role for him last year. Only Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler had more red zone touches um, in 2021 than Fournette. He also ranked fourth in touches from inside the 10 yard line. Um, and when you combine that um, with the type of receiving role that he's looking at and the route involvement and the uh, snap rate that he's looking at, it's it's really hard to not project Fournette for like a top five, top eight finish, um, which is not where he's being drafted. Um, but with everything that we're expecting for Tampa Bay, um, if they're going to be anywhere close to the offense that we've seen in the past few years um, and these red zone touches do sustain, then like the history we have of running backs seeing the type of usage that Fournette is penciled in for um, – pretty much always results in a top five finish. Uh, we'll get to that here in a second with the receiving role. Yeah, the receiving role is the only question I have, I guess. Yeah. He had 69 catches in 14 games. He was on pace for 81 catches, just a massive mm-hmm. number. And he was only on pace for 224 carries. So he really needed those catches because he was not a workhorse ball carrier. That's just not the way the Bucks ran their offense last year. They, they had mm-hmm. so many pass attempts. But uh, for Fournette... Um, you know, is anyone going to challenge him in that receiving role? I think Rashad White could. Um, I think there are a lot of data points that are really exciting about Rashad White, uh, particularly as a receiver. Um, but we have seen Fournette now uh, several times just command a massive target load um, and different offenses. And we also see, you know, Tom Brady often, you know, not prefer rookies on the field with him right away. And so it wouldn't surprise me at all if Fournette just continues to play the role that we saw from late in the year last year. Um, and it was really, you know, pretty insane stuff for fantasy. From week 10 on, he had target totals of 9, 6, 8, 8, 7, and 7, and 9, which extrapolates to 131 targets over 17 games. Yeah. Uh, that was seven straight games with six or more targets. And that was without Antonio Brown. I, I wanted to bring that. Right. right. His target rate went up, not immediately when, when Antonio Brown went out, but like the last six or seven games he played without Antonio Brown was insane. Yeah, no, his his um, his target rate isn't you know as correlated as Chris Godwin, like we just discussed, um, yeah. to Antonio Brown's absence. But his target rate did go up with AB anytime he's been off the field over the last two seasons. And the same thing with Gronkowski off the field. Uh, Fournette has been leaned on more. Uh, I think there might be something there. Um, and really, the consistency we saw with the targets last year was pretty nuts. Uh, seven straight games, six-plus targets. DeAndre Swift had five straight games with six-plus targets. No other running back even had four consecutive games without any targets. It's just really, really, um, it was bankable every single week. Uh, and the bucks were throwing a ton. So even though we didn't, you know, get the huge workload on the ground that you, you mentioned, um, just the amount of you know, dropbacks that they had 
and Fournette getting all those routes and drawing targets at a high rate, it would just like continue to, you know, every single week, just like being one of the highest targeted running backs. Um, on the year, he was the third highest target per route run rate at the running back position among 26 guys who ran at least 250 routes, higher than Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones. Um, I, I just, I don't think people really realize like how involved he has been as a pass catcher. People don't, you know, put him up there with Austin Eckler, but like his target per route run rates have been in that range uh, for quite a while now. And so what I did is I looked at over the past 10 seasons, running backs who have averaged three and a half red zone touches per game and were targeted on at least 20% of the routes. Fortnite was 23% last year. Uh, that's the uh, range that I dropped a little bit. The red zone touches was basically exactly where it was at. Um, so Fournette and Austin Eckler joined that list in 2021. Here are the running backs uh, who have hit both those marks. Here's where they finished in fantasy. RB2, 6, 1, 3, 1, 2, 3, 5, 1, 2, 6, 1, 2, 2. Wow. So 11 of 14 finishes a top three fantasy running back. And none lower than sixth. No. <laughs> and that, that was the year they did it or the year after? Uh, that was the year they did the it. They, they did had 20% target per hour and rate and 3.5 red zone touches per game. Um, <laughs> wow. So it, it's pretty simple. Yeah, if Fournette's red zone role and receiving role are what we saw in 2021, the odds will be stacked against him to not finish as a top five running back um, in fantasy. When I proje- ran my projections initially at the beginning of the offseason, he was RB4. Um, I think I have him ranked at eight right now, um, but that's definitely within his range of outcomes. If he gets the three down roll, he's probably going to be a top five running back. Give me 30 seconds on Rashad White. Yeah, so unfortunately, we only have 233 route sample size for Rashad White um, at the college level. Um, but in that sample size, he was insanely good as a pass catching running back. Uh, he was targeted on 24% of his routes. Kenneth Gainwell is the only guy who's been targeted at a higher rate um, recently. That's much higher than you know Tony Pollard, DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, James Cook, Travis Etienne. Um, and he averaged 2.6 yards per route run, uh, which is the highest of any of those guys. Gainwell at 2.5, um, James Cook at 2, Saquon Barkley at 2, Tony Pollard at 1.8, ETN 1.7. It's like blowing all these guys out of the water. Really small sample size, um, but really, really encouraging. He was good as a rusher, but I think really what he brings to the table is his ability as a pass catcher. And so if he does take the role from Fournette, then it's going to be a little bit frustrating here for fantasy. Both guys yeah. are probably going to underperform, but it the potential is there for a three down roll for Rashad White. If something happened to Fournette or just looking at dynasty, I think he's really an exciting prospect. All right. Thank you to Jacob Gibbs. Thank you all for watching and listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on fantasy football today. Bye.